Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hi, everybody. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Paul Frazier, and we're doing a show on self-confidence today, on confidence. And we want to thank our sponsor, Beasy Boards. That's B-E-A-S-Y-B-O-R-D-S. They are a premium transfer board. And with Beasy, it's so easy. Now, we're so excited today to have Paul Frazier. He is from Beasy Boards. And a lot of times, we need to really take a look at where we are in our our own world. And one of the things that we can examine is self-confidence. And I think self-confidence, Paul, is such a tricky thing because it's very fluid. But let's start the conversation with why does self-confidence matter? Why should we even care about monitoring our own self-confidence? Wow, that's a great question, Sandra. And thanks a lot for having me today on your show. Um, self-confidence is very vital in almost every aspect of our lives. There are so many people that struggle to find it. Sadly, this can be a vicious, very vicious cycle. People who lack self-confidence are less likely to achieve the success that could give them more confidence. For example, you might not want to be back. You might want to uh, back a project that's pitched by someone who is visibly nervous, fumbling or constantly apologizing. Yeah, that person, he wouldn't want to, he would be kind of like uh, on the radar. On the other hand, you might be persuaded by someone who speaks clearly, who holds their heads high, answers questions with assurance, and readily admits when they do not know something. So those, that's an example for, self-confidence, but confidence in people is the most important thing a person can give himself. And everybody has confidence. They just got to find the key to turn that key and find it. Well, I love what you said about, you know, um, admitting that they don't know something. You know, there's so many people that feel so much shame that they don't know something. And how are we supposed to know everything? You know, Paul, I think about, you know, my younger days in business and I felt like I had to have an answer for my client for everything. Well, I'm not a machine, you know, I'm not, I'm not Google, you know, in human form. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I didn't have the confidence to say, like, I don't know, but I will get back to you or I will find that out for you or, you know, let me look into that for you because there's all sorts of languaging that you can use. But at the core is this kind of feeling that, well, we should know this just because somebody asks us a question. And I think it's unreasonable to have those expectations of ourselves. Right. Oh, yeah. It is very unreasonable for that. And um, the confidence um, doesn't just, it comes within, within your soul. It comes in deep. I was lacking it myself. Um, and I just found it recently. So I am a late 
as you say, Sandra, I am a late bloomer. So, <laughs> but um, I found it and um, it's doing wonders for me. It really is. And I just found it too. So all my whole life, I was lacking, lacking self-confidence and self-esteem, um, everything else you can imagine. I was surrounded by people that did not believe on who I was, didn't really give me uh, any chance of succeeding. And in these past few years, I have found it. I have found the key. I've turned the key. And now I am, well, I've found happiness. Well, and I think, you know, Paul, it's so important that we talk about this because at different times in my life, you know, you're finding your confidence. I've had great confidence and zero confidence. You know, the mm -hmm. year after my divorce, when my ex-husband left me and the kids, Paul, my confidence was shot, you know, and here I, I have a master's degree. I run a company. I am a homeowner, you know, and I was able to weather, you know, that divorce pretty well financially, all things considered. But my, my confidence, I couldn't look people in the eye. I couldn't formulate a sentence. If somebody called on the phone, I mm -hmm. avoided it. I mean, this is somebody who works on radio. I mean, you know, that's why I think it's so interesting to talk about confidence and how, how it manifests in us. And for my lack of confidence means I don't want to go out. I don't want to talk to people. Uh, I don't answer questions. I don't participate in conversations. And it was a real um, effort for me in that year to do radio shows because I had to pretend I was confident when I felt anything but. How long did that, how, when did you realize you were going through this? When did you, um, after your divorce or was it during your marriage? I think in my, towards the end of my marriage, I found my confidence really flagging and, uh, I didn't feel good about myself. I didn't feel good in my home. I didn't feel good in the marriage. And my ex-husband at the time, or my husband at the time had found someone else. He was with someone else during our marriage. And so that was an additional blow to my self-confidence as a mom, as a wife, as a mother. And it translated over to me as a business owner. You know, that's the one thing that was kind of crazy that it's, it, it started in one aspect of my life. You know, I was more than just a married woman. You know, I had had many different hats to wear, but one like big failure in that one area started to kind of trickle over or maybe, you know, like infect the other areas in my life. I think infect is a good, a good way to put it. And I didn't realize how low my confidence had gone until one of my Marine Corps friends came over and he's like, dude, what happened to you? And I'm like, what do you mean what happened? And he's like, where is my, you know, you're, you had the confidence of the sun and the moon and the stars. And he's like, you know, you're kind of sitting there like lost and broken and alone and pathetic. And, you know, he was right. I mean, first Sergeant Hoffman, I will love you to the day I die because you told me what you saw and everybody else just kind of looked the other way and thought, oh, that poor girl or, oh, that, you know, it's none of my business. And he came and he told me, he goes, you know, you have a problem. You have a confidence problem. I mean, he had it right in the head. Yeah. See, I think a lot of it has to deal with, I think a lot of it has to deal with 
are you comfortable in your own skin? Paul, I'm going to stop you for a second because I want to thank our sponsor. Our sponsor today is Talkspace. And you can check them out at Talkspace.com or you can download the Talkspace app and take a look at them. They're spelled T-A-L-K-S-P-A-C-E, just like it sounds. And as we talk about confidence today, who has it, how to get it, what happens if you lose it, and how to get it back, uh, that's in alignment with the concept of of change because change is constant but in this new normal it feels like there's something new to challenge you every day to grapple with to figure out you know whether it's adjusting whether it's changing whether it's finding a new solution and all of these things can rack our confidence so you can get 24 7 access to the support you need with Talkspace you can message your therapist anytime and get daily responses five days a week a whole month of dedicated support costs as much as just one one in-person session. It's affordable. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy, and now Talkspace covers 40 million people for online therapy through their insurance or employer, so you're going to want to check that out. Talkspace Network is comprised of thousands of licensed therapists experienced in treating depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, relationship issues, food and eating, and so much more like confidence. Today we're talking about confidence. Talkspace is secure and private, and it uses the latest encryption technology to keep your information safe. So we all need someone to talk to, and Talkspace wants to give us the support we deserve at a price we can afford. Match with your perfect therapist at Talkspace.com or by downloading the Talkspace app. And don't forget to use the promo code MILITARYMOM at checkout for $100 off your first month. That's $100 off your first month at Talkspace.com, promo code MILITARYMOM. Go ahead and check out Talkspace.com. Download the app at the Talkspace app, uh, wherever apps are provided. And don't forget to use the promo code MILITARYMOM at checkout for $100 off your first month. You'll be glad you did. Now, Paul, we were talking about the problem of confidence. And, you know, how big a confidence problem do you think we're having? I mean, what do you think? I think a lot of people walking around out there today, um, they, you can tell when people don't have any confidence. You can tell their shoulders are shrugged, their heads are down, they got their hunch back, or uh, they don't even, they don't look at you in the eye. Um, they don't, their self-esteem, self-esteem and confidence go hand in hand. And I think that with you, when you're going through this trial in your life, and I say a trial because this person who you were with brought you to a point of you're not even self-worth anything. Right. And he kept pounding that into your head. And for some odd reason, of you're, you know, it doesn't matter how many degrees you have. It doesn't matter how good you are in what you do. You're still going to be, people can be brainwashed and they may not even know it. And if you're with this person 24 hours a day, you know, maybe he's, I don't know if he worked out of the house or if he worked in or what, if you're with this person a certain amount of time during the day in life, he, those traits that he's going to instill in you are going to wear off on you. And it's, it's a bad thing. It's happened to me. It happened to me. And I think that was one of the main reasons why you were having so much trouble, but you know what? Now look at you. Now you are helping me <laughs> with my confidence, which is you are, uh, you should be, 
on the circuit doing uh, speeches on this because you seem to know a lot about it because you've seemed to went through a lot of uh, self-confidence issues and stuff like that where you conquered it. And now you're helping me flourish in my new endeavors in life. And I, I think that everybody can do um, what you, what we're talking about today. If they just take a second and just listen to this program and talk about what very important that this self-confidence is very important. And um, it's, it's how you gain success. It's how you gain belief in yourself is with self-confidence. Well, and I think part of it, Paul was, there was a relief in me when first Sergeant Hoffman said, you know, Hey, look, you know, you're, you're doing this the wrong way. You know, you're sitting around beating yourself up and, you know, he had a funny thing and it, and it did work. And I, I apologize in advance for the bad word, but he had me look in the mirror <laughs> and say, I am the shit. And, and it made me laugh. Like it was so funny because it was so far away from what I right. believed about myself. Right. And now I could do that today. Um, but I, in those days I couldn't, and I, I, you know, I cried a lot and I, I spent a lot of time alone and, you know, I wouldn't say I won a whole lot of a parenting awards, uh, during that year, but mm-hmm. I did when I recognized, yeah, I got a confidence problem. That's when I felt some relief because I knew what was wrong. Like I really didn't know what was wrong. Cause like when you're not confident, you don't think you know what's going on. Like, you know, one oh, begins and- the other. And so I started on this kind of confidence journey and I read a couple books about confidence. I started watching some uh, YouTube videos, you know, even back in the day, you know, this was going, you know, back a few years ago, but I started learning about confidence. I learned what confidence looked like, what confidence felt like, but more importantly, how to get it like how to because you're when you're not feeling confident everything you do makes you feel less confident you know if you're feeling worthless you don't go out so you don't get anybody saying Mm -hmm. hey you look nice today or wow you did a good job on that project and when you stop talking to people and you kind of implode like i did and go into this little shell you have nothing but your own thoughts and that's really dangerous Oh, God, you can't imagine. You know, I think, now tell me what you think about this. Do you think confidence and depression go hand in hand? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I I think, think, yeah, the more the thought, the more thoughts I thought that were less confident, the more depressed I became. Right. And that can cause so many problems in people. Um, If you, uh, confidence is really, I mean, it's so important in your life. Um, I didn't realize this when I was, you know, in my twenties, thirties, forties, late teens, I didn't realize how important, you know, I was just a guy going, Oh, you know, you know, I got my parents backing me up. I can do whatever I want to do. And then it gets to be, you know, you, you, I think when you turn 25, life goes much quicker after that number for some odd reason for me, after that number 25 life all of a sudden boom before i knew it i was 40 and i didn't have no confidence in myself of what i was doing Uh, all the people around me were succeeding i was still doing the same old thing i wasn't gaining anywhere i wasn't going nowhere i i just i just wasn't succeeding in anything 
I felt like, oh boy, this is how it's going to be. I'm going to be just this guy uh, doing the same thing day and out, day and out, and doing and getting nowhere. Well, you know what? And I kept doing this all the way up to I was 40s, till I was 50s. Now, two years ago, somehow, some way, I think it happened with my mom's funerals. When I think it really did happen to me is when it when it came around. Because I was talking at the, um, the place was packed, right, Sandra? The place was just packed. My mom knew a lot of people. She's a good person. She was just packed, and there were people standing room only. And people were going up there, and they had their sheets of paper. They had their sheets of paper that they were 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 talking off of. So they they were getting ready. They were practicing weeks ahead, you know, days ahead. And so the pastor asked these people to come up and if they have any words to say about my mom. Well, a lot of people did. And then finally the pastor said, so anybody else out there for the last time, anybody else want to come up and say something? I knew deep down I had to. I had to go up there and I had to say something because this was my mom. I had to say something. So here I go. I'm walking up there. I've never done this before in my life. I had no self-confidence in myself that I could do this. All these people are staring at me. You could hear a pin drop. That's how that's how quiet this place was. And like I said, the place was packed, standing room only. And so I walk up to the podium. Here's this microphone. Never talked into a microphone before. Here I am, and place was like I said, packed. And I all of a sudden something came over me. I don't know if it was her spirit or what, but and that day something came over to me where I talked about everything that me and her did. And then the last part of the of the speech that I get, and I didn't have no paper. This is all off, off the cuff. I didn't have nothing. So all of a sudden, I started talking about traits that my mom gave to each one of our kids. And I went through the traits. And the last thing I said was about me. As I was standing up there talking into the microphone, I said that the trait that my mom gave me was confident. Now I wouldn't be here today talking to you people if I didn't have my mom who gave me this trait and it was self-confidence. And I walked off that podium in that stage until that day, it took me a little bit longer to regain confidence, but it started to turn for me after that. And it was really Something happened to me that day, Sandra. I don't know what it was, but I don't know if she was there or what, but she gave me confidence. <laughs> well, and I think, you know, that that's so much a part of of developing your confidence is giving it a try, you know, to, yeah. to, to say, okay, I'm going to go up and I'm going to try this. You know, that's, you know, more often than not, we lose like you know i have a favorite thing that i learned you know with working with marines is that battles are won in the mind and you know i like to tell people that all the time because you know we can deconstruct that event with your mom's funeral and go wow like you have one shot to do this like you're not there's not going to yeah. be two or three <laughs> funerals for your mom you know it's like you know do yeah. or die on this and you yeah. went up and you did it and you didn't have anything prepared and, you know, and it wasn't awful. Now, I wasn't there. I don't know if it was great, but the fact is it wasn't awful. And so no. when you know it wasn't awful, 
then you have a chance of going, hey, maybe it was pretty good. And most likely people aren't going to tell you you did an awful job at your mother's funeral. Right. So, you know, but you didn't know that. You know, you only mm -hmm. knew I have to stand up and say something and the time is now and you yeah. took it. And that's where we talk about um, battles are won in the mind. And we yeah. want to make sure that we understand that these battles are mostly in our minds. Right. And if you gain your, your mind, like you've been teaching me about the subconscious and conscious, your mind and you know, you, what you want to do in your life is I believe this. I believe you want to try new things because if you don't try risk taking things, you're not going to gain any confidence at all. Um, that's what I think. I like that talking in front of those people like that, that was a risk taking thing that I didn't think I could ever do. Well, like I said, something came over me, but if you don't do those things, you don't grow as a human being and you don't, gain any confidence whatsoever right. and then one of the main things that i that i'm doing now like this i'm doing these podcasts for busy boards and stuff like that sandra i've never done nothing like this before i was so scared of doing it i had no idea i was going to come across and but then again i thought i got i was wondering oh boy what are people going to think of me i can't worry about what people think of me anymore people don't worry about what people think of you. People don't care about what you do or what you are doing. It's what you are saying to them is what they care about. If you're saying stuff like, if you're on a podcast, if you're on a radio station and you're talking about a topic, they don't care about you as a person. They want to care about what you're saying. So now I gotta, I'm worried about uh, that as far as getting my message across well i've had you to help me i've had a bunch of people who are in my corner and the most important thing people is to have good people around you who believe in you that will boost your confidence up really high and the, and the good thing too about boosting is confidence is helping other people helping other people succeed bam your confidence will go through the roof right absolutely and i you know when you think about about you know kind of the concept of worrying about what people think of you how silly is that like like let's just yeah, take yeah. that apart for a minute because yeah. you don't have um you don't have all these hours in the day to think about all the people you know right i did yeah <laughs> yeah i worried about that a lot yeah i right, did but, and that was Right. But now look, you know, like most people work, they have kids, they have a relationship, they're watching TV, they might be thinking about, you know, buying a new car or taking a trip. Like, what would make you think like, you know, sometimes I think like, it's so self centered. And that's the one thing that helps me get over myself. It's right. so self centered to think that everybody's thinking about you all day. And that they're working, yeah. you know, they're going, Oh, what is he doing? You know, People just don't care. You know, like half the time, I even my brothers and sisters, I'll say something like that happened last week and they'll, nobody will remember it except maybe one. You know, we're all involved <laughs> in our own lives. We're not just constantly involved in others. So, Love you know, it. the big thing that I like to tell people is when they get so nervous, I'm like, you know, get over yourself. 
No one cares. No one's watching. And even if they are, no one will remember. And, and Paul, I remember when I was speaking at a young Americans event in Long Beach and there were 3000 people in the audience and partway through, I got so self-conscious and nervous. And I was like seven months pregnant too, you know, and I'm standing up at the podium, <laughs> holding the podium, like feeling, you know, like the baby kick. Cause probably cause my heartbeat was through the roof. And I did a whole paragraph twice in the presentation, you know, like I, I said the whole thing and then I stopped, got lost, went back and repeated it. And then when I went later on and watched the um, you know, I watched the, the, the recording, you know, I watched the movie of it. Mm-hmm. I was looking there, nobody even blinked an eye. They probably thought I was repeating it for emphasis. And, you know, I wasn't even aware I repeated something until after. And the producer said, wow, you know, you repeated that paragraph. And I'm like, huh, what? And nobody in the audience even blinked an eye. So you can make a big mistake and people won't even know it's a mistake. People, you know, no. sometimes when yeah. you do make big mistakes, how often do people think about it and remind you of it? Like never, unless they're your like sister or brother, they do that. <laughs> they don't even know it's a mistake. Right. They don't even know it. They just think it's part of the deal. But that must've been something for you because you're, I've never met somebody more confident than you are. And you pass that off to me, to other people. Um, and it just makes everybody just more confidence in your presence. And I can't believe you ever, you Sandra screw up. No, never. <laughs> I can't you tell me the stuff that you do. It's like, wow, she is for real. She is a real person because, you know, when you came out and visit us in Minnesota, I, we've never met before, you know, we knew what each other looked like because of zoom meetings, but sure. we never sat down with personal eye to eye and stuff. And we were driving back from North branch or where our offices where busy boards are. Uh, we were talking in the car and all that stuff. And it's, it's like, I've known you for so long and I didn't even, I've known you for about two hours. It was, that's the confidence in you just it would just, I just, I can't even get over it. And that's what I wanted. So that's why I'm so happy that you're working with me to get over my fear of showing that I do have confidence and that I do matter and that I do have the ability to do whatever I want to do in life because you're there to help me and to, and you're there to believe me. You got to have a lot of people behind you that believe in you. Those are the people you want to hang out with are the people that believe in you and give you strength. And that's what I'm starting to do now is hanging around people that give me strength and believe in me and believe that confidence is, is I think one of the most important things in my life is to have good confidence. Well, and you know, and, and, and it's kind of a simple, a, a simple um, formula you get nervous, you get afraid and you just do it anyway. You know, Susan Jeffers wrote a good book called feel, you know, face your fear and do it anyway. You know, one of the things that I learned, especially working with military for 25 years is even the most decorated Navy SEAL feels afraid. The only difference is they, they accept it. They acknowledge it as part of the job and they get over it. Right. I've been doing like you, we've been doing these podcasts for how long? About a year, maybe? About a year. 
okay, I still get butterflies. And the trick you've always taught me was just breathe really before you start, breathe in, breathe out. And then that works. And you know what else? When I start talking, then it all melts away. But right from the get go, you know, when, you know, when the music comes on and you got to, the butterflies are there, but right as soon as I get into the program, they're all gone. So it's kind of a, I, I don't know if they're going to leave at one point, but I think they're always going to be there. When I play the piano for people, I still get butterflies. I was playing because I don't read music and I don't, I, I sit down at the piano. I don't know what I'm going to play. I just sit down and start playing anything that comes out of my fingers. I don't even have nothing to to no books, no nothing. I just sit down and whatever I comes out of my fingers, that's what, that's what you're going to hear. Right. So, yeah. And a lot of people need the music. A lot of people uh, do other people's music. They hear it on the radio, they play it. No, 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 no. I don't. I just sit down and I just start playing. Well, when I play in front of people like that, I don't, I don't prepare. I, I practice, but I don't prepare on what I'm going to do. It's just whatever I do. And people tend to like it, but boy, do I get nervous when I'm playing up there because I don't want to make a mistake or anything. And everybody's looking at me. That's the thing with public speaking and anything that's going to do with the public is everybody's watching you, but you know what? That's where your self-confidence comes in. You can override it and you can achieve it and you can bounce back and just say, Hey, I can't believe I'm doing this. Something's at a higher power is making me do this. You know what that's called? That's called your confidence. Right. Well, and here's the thing. The another thing that you can say to yourself, which I think is the most powerful line in anything with confidence is what's the worst that can happen? You know, like you're not going to die. Really? I mean, Paul, you know, like unless you get shot yeah. up there or have a heart attack and keel over, the fact of the matter yeah. is you know, like you may flub, you may say something wrong, you may make a mistake, you may sound stupid, but the fact is you're not going to die and you will get over right. it. Like, and that's where right. I say like the whole, like, get over yourself. Like, come on now, let's, you know, get over yourself because yeah. you really don't have to make everything such a big deal but there's a there's a phrase another one that i like to share with people it's a it's kind of a spiritual uh phrase used in the in the uh spiritual community but they talk about what you focus on expands and when you think about something the more you think about it the bigger it gets like let's say paul you call me a jerk and and i go home and if I get right to work with my kids, helping them, you know, get ready for school and do all their stuff. And I forget that you called me a jerk. All right. You called me a jerk. But if I go home and the whole drive home, I'm like, I can't believe Paul called me a jerk. Can you believe Paul yeah. called me a jerk? Then I'm going to yeah. pick up the phone, call my mother, my sister, my aunt, and my, my cousin and go, oh my God, can you believe Paul called me a jerk. And every time I talk about it, every person I talk to, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you've just created this whole crazy reality in your head. And then tomorrow yeah. I go to work and I'm like, Paul, I can't believe you called me a jerk. And, and you say, what? I want to, I, I didn't call you a jerk. I said, you want to go to Jack in the box, but it probably sounded maybe like jerk in the box. I don't know. I was asking him to go get a hamburger. Like, <laughs> All that, that thing can happen though. Everybody's had that happen. That's why you giggled because you know it happens. It happens oh yeah, it's to happened us. to me. <laughs> oh sure, it happens to us all the time. So 
we have to really, really monitor our thoughts. You know, our thoughts create our reality. And that little story about, you know, you asking me to go to Jack in the Box and me hearing you called me a jerk. Um, we do it all the time. So we need to yeah, think about our people, thoughts. Right. And what are our thoughts thinking? Right. And people can't, um, you know, when people, you know, politicians should go, should go through a uh, confidence class. Well, maybe they shouldn't because they think they have all the confidence in the world. But a lot of people should take note that if they do have no confidence and stuff, like she was saying about misunderstanding people, when you don't have any confidence in yourself, you kind of, the whole world kind of passes you up. You know, and you keep and you miss important things in your life, like you know conversations, like stuff, like uh, well, because a lot of times people don't want to go out, to, and that's where the depression sets in. You know, people when they miss, because I, you know what, your little thing here with the Jack in the Box thing, that has happened to me so many times where I thought people did something to me. And it turned out that they didn't because you know why? Because I didn't want to bother what I, I wanted to hear what they said, but I was, I was so didn't have any self-worth of myself that I thought they hated me and I thought they didn't like me. So I took that conversation as being, God, they were, you can tell that my first impression didn't go very well and all this stuff. And so I go home and I start thinking about it and then it bugs me my whole, the whole night, can't sleep. And I really get hard down on myself when I, when I do things wrong. But now I've gotten a little bit more relaxed at that where I don't have to get so hard on myself because you know what? People do make mistakes and that's not about confidence. That's just about making a mistake. And people do bounce back very, very quickly from mistakes. They just get better because if you don't make mistakes, you're not learning and you're not, you're not, you're not gaining anything if you don't make mistakes. Making mistakes makes you grow. And again, it, it builds a self-confidence in yourself. Right, right. And so, you know, it takes a lot of confidence to do these things. But how you build confidence, you start it literally one day at a time. Yeah, Yep. You're absolutely right. Yep. And you keep building on it and you keep building on it. And before you know it, you're walking around with your chest puffed out, your head held high and nobody can take you down. Nobody can. Except yourself. Because Except, that's exactly. one of the things, you know, that we were talking about, you know, is that all of this, all of this stuff starts in our head and yes. maybe we put it there. Or maybe somebody else put it there. You know, like you can right. have a mean sister or a mean brother. You know, I hear this all the time in my, my business. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, my brother picked on me. My sister picked on me. My father picked on me. My mother picked on me. I got picked on in school. You know, sometimes you are the person in the family that gets picked on. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's and just the way it is. Yep. And that goes with you your entire life. I mean, you remember that your entire life. And that's if, if you don't think that doesn't build confidence, it doesn't. But you have to get past that. People are strong. Um, people's 
the brain is an extraordinary tool that can really, really play really mean tricks on you, but it also can be your best friend. And I'm telling you what, when you're talking about the subconscious and conscious, I'm beginning to realize what that really is. And it would be great if my, if my both work together, but boy, they fight a lot inside me. I tell you that. <laughs> well, and everybody so, does like, that's the thing. Yeah. That's why it's so good that, you know, we do these radio shows because, um, Everybody has confidence problems at some part of their life. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a politician, a president, you know, the only difference is a lot of those people hire people like me to help them. Yep. And so, you know, what you see out in public is, Ooh, wow. Look at this wonderful, you know, person. Look at how confident, look at how everything and what they don't realize is that person had somebody like me work with them for months. Right. And you know that you're working with them. All, all, all of a president is, is a salesman. He's pitching you what you want, what you, uh, what you should buy. That's all he is. He's not, he's not the most smartest person in the world. He's got people to do that behind us behind him but all he's doing is he's standing up there with his big huge confidence and all he's doing is pitching you sales pitching you stuff that you that i got something to sell you you know that's all that these people are is is salespeople. that's all they are but i tell you what these people there's a lot of them that are and this is a whole different show sandra but there's a lot of them out there that are narcissists i'd say oh, probably sure. 80 percent of them are and you got me going on this whole new thing. I didn't even know what a narcissist was until you started telling me about it. And boy, do I know a lot of people, all, you know, a lot of people about that. And that screws up your confidence, too, is hanging around these kind of people. So no one is better than anybody else out there. Everybody can achieve whatever they are, whatever they want to achieve. Nothing can hold anybody back. You just got to let your, you got to find that key and you got to open that door and walk through it. And you're going to find that confidence that you've always been wanting to get your whole life. And if you find that you guys, I tell you, you've reached success. You've reached success in a big way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, I'd like to wrap up our show right now, Paul, and I want to thank you and I want to thank BZ Boards um, and go ahead and check them out. It's B-E-A-S-Y-B-O-R-D-S. Check out BZ Boards and know that confidence is a lifelong challenge. Sometimes you'll have it. Sometimes you won't. But when you don't, there's things you can do. You can listen to a podcast. You can go on YouTube. You can watch a TED Talk. You know, we all have access to the internet today and the ability to watch these videos. Make the choice to watch something that educates and empowers you because like Paul and myself, you can fight your way back and it can be as simple as watching a few things just to turn that light back on in your in your soul to be the person you were meant to be on behalf of myself and Paul Frazier. We want to thank BZ boards for sponsoring today's show. We'll be back again soon.
Thanks for spending time with us today on Military Mom Talk Radio. We've got more than 200 episodes available to you anytime on iTunes or at our website, MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. We look forward to another great conversation with you on Military Mom Talk Radio.